calling all detectives. Most people consider golf a reasonably mild pastime. But I once had a case where a game of golf killed one person and convicted a second. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. There's one thing I, Jerry Browning, private detective, am sure about. You can't play with the idea of murder. It's a losing game. Hank Foster and I were on the practice green at Swanky Silver Oaks Country Club, waiting our turn at the number one tee. Sorry we have to wait, Jerry. Big turnout today. There was a rumpus going on at the number one tee. Hank scowled. That's R.J. Walker kicking up a fuss again. Every club has one old crab like that. R.J. Walker was a genuine business tycoon. And I don't get to see people like that close up very often. I strolled over to the tee just as... I won't have this caddy. He's stupid, lazy, and steals golf balls. The caddy was a nice-looking youngster. At the moment, mad, clean through. He flung Walker's golf bag on the ground and stalked off. Walker fumed some more, but just then Hank came up to me. Come on, Jerry. The caddy master's signaling. Let's tee off. <clears throat> right from the start, I played poorly. I was pressing. And the harder I tried, the wilder I got. Finally, on the 13th hole, <clears throat> I hit a screaming slice far into the rough. Both the caddy and I prowled the thick undergrowth in the rough. We didn't locate the ball but we did find the lifeless body of R.J. Walker. Invited to play golf at a swanky country club, I hit a ball into the rough and found the body of wealthy, cantankerous R.J. Walker. Back at the clubhouse, a doctor diagnosed the death as instantaneous and resulting from a sudden severe blow in the head. In my opinion, Mr. Walker was hit by a golf ball. My friend Hank looked at me. So did my caddy. I knew what they were thinking, that it was the ball I hit into the rough that killed Walker. Well, maybe it was. I walked over to the body, took a good look at it. Hey, doctor, come over a second. Look at these skin abrasions and the depth of the wound. If Walker was killed by a golf ball, it must have been shot from a cannon to hit with such force. In my opinion, this was no accident. It was murder. I walked outside and almost ran into the caddy master. He was arguing with a tall man who had a golf bag slung over his shoulder. I'm very sorry, sir, but this is a private club. When the Greens chairman reported that you didn't appear to be sponsored, it was my duty to question you. Well, I tell you I'm the guest of R.J. Walker. If you'll call him, he'll identify me. Isn't he likely to do that, sir? What is your name? And why didn't Mr. Walker sign you in on the guest book? Tall man set down his golf bag, mopped his brow. This is ridiculous. I'm Roger Powell. I'm in the same business as Mr. Walker, cotton milling. He invited me here to discuss a possible merger of our companies. I joined him at the 11th tee. We played two holes. Then I lost my ball and got separated from him. If you ask him, I know he'll confirm it. The caddy master looked unhappy. I'm sorry, sir, but Mr. Walker is dead. An accident. Powell looked stunned. Then, without another word, picked up his golf bag and slowly walked away. I watched him go. Something about the man puzzled me. The story he'd told was straight enough, but some obscure mental impulse kept nudging me, warning of a false note. And then suddenly I had it. 
found my friend, Hank Foster, in the clubhouse. Hank, do you know a man named Roger Powell? My father knows him. Why? He's outside, getting ready to leave. We've got to stop him. Get him into a game of golf with us. Don't ask questions. Just hurry. We caught up with Powell just as he was about to step into his car. His golf bag was propped against the fender, and I pretended to trip over it. Powell dived for the bag, recovered it, and stood glaring at me. I'm very sorry, sir. Entirely my fault. Powell nodded curtly and started to get into the car again when Hank stepped up. Aren't you Roger Powell? Powell turned. Yes, I am. Why? I'm Hank Foster. My father does a lot of business with your company. Powell gave him a frosty smile. I put my hand on the car door, held it closed. Hank and I heard about your discussion with the caddy master, Mr. Powell. We don't want you to think that folks at Silver Oaks are rude to guests. In fact, we'd like you to play a round of golf with us. Powell obviously didn't want to do it, but... Hank, taking his cue from me, was insistent. Finally, Well, I don't have time for a full round, but if you insist, I'll play a couple of holes. I let off, hit one straight and clean down the fairway, now that I wasn't interested in how well I played. Then Powell teed up, with his bag still swinging from his shoulder. That was strange enough, but when he pulled a number five iron out of the bag, Mr. Powell, you don't really drive with that, do you? Powell was badly flustered. Why, uh, I always thought I'd like to try driving with an, uh, this kind of a club. Hank didn't get it. And with a bag over your shoulder? Powell shook his head, took a wild swing at the ball, and didn't even hit the ground. That's when I stepped up. It's no use, Powell. You can't bluff it. You may as well admit you've never played golf before. I think I'd better see what you've got in that golf bag. He put up a fight, but he didn't have a chance. While Hank held him... I looked through the bag and found the murder weapon. An iron club with a steel ball approximately the size of a golf ball attached to the end of it. He confessed after that. Tough old R.J. Walker had been ruining him. So Powell eliminated the competition. The hard way. After we turned him over to the police, Hank and I finished our game. I was playing rotten again. Now that it counted... Hank watched my hook go into a sand trap, shook his head. You sure are a terrible player, Jerry. Is that why you suspected Powell couldn't play at all? I smiled, shook my head. Nope. He was wearing ordinary street shoes with a pointed toe. And I figured no golf player, not even the worst duffer, would appear on a course in shoes like that. And that's all there was to it. Aside from the fact that Hank beat me on every hole. Like I said, a lot of people play with the idea of murder. But those who carry it out are generally left holding the bag. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 